Good morning, Rabbi Yisai. How's everybody doing? Today, once again, we're learning Shas Kat, and we have all these exciting sugyas. We're going to be discussing Yainesach, soldiers that go through a town. Do the barrels become Yainesach? We're going to be talking about the famous sugya of Shnei Shvilim, two paths, and there's a grave in one of them. We don't know where's what and who's where. We're going to be talking about get Yashon. What does that mean? So, going back to what we were discussing yesterday, there's a woman who was imprisoned. And it depends, she was in prison for monetary reasons. If she was in prison for nefashas, let's say she herself is Chayv Misa, she killed somebody, she's Chayv Misa. Rashi explains in the Mishnah that she herself is the one. She's ushered to her husband because people are going to treat her Behefkeros once she's already Chayv Misa. According to Rav, we're not talking about she herself is Chayv Misa, rather she's the wife of a Ganev. In those days, they would kill people for stealing. According to Levi, it's only the wife of a killer. Evan though, what happens before they have a gemardin, before they decided that she must die or her husband must die? Says the brand new Mishnah, a city that was captured, was, there was a siege on the city. Unbelievable halacha. All the women who are married to Kohanim are ushered to their husbands because a Kohanes, if somebody violates her, even against her will, she becomes ushered to her husband. And we have to assume, since you have soldiers, we're going to see soon from that country or from other countries, they most likely have violated these women. Now, there is an exception to the rule, or a few exceptions to the rule. If there are Aiden that could testify that they haven't been violated, or there's a good hiding place, or if they are the soldiers from that ruler and they are careful not to violate the women because they want the money that comes out of that city. Some also say that you need a shmira. They have to be watched at all times. There has to be that the, the soldiers don't go into the city. There's a special watching, as the Gemara describes. It could be chains and geese and, and dogs, etc. However, if it's soldiers from another ruler, even though we say that typically a soldier who goes through doesn't have the mindset to do Yainesech, to worship his idols, but he'll find the time to violate women. And you see a big aside here that even when people are very, very busy, they find the time to do what they need to do. That includes also learning tire when you don't really have the time. When there is peace in the city and soldiers come by, if the barrels are open, then we have to be concerned that the wine is Yayanesach. Now, as we mentioned before, if there's a hiding place, then the women are mutter to their husbands. How big is this hiding place? The Gemara tells us unbelievable. Even if the hiding place could only hold one woman, all 10,000 women of the city are mutter to their husband because we don't know for sure and certain that anyone was violated. It makes sense that they were, but we don't know for certain. But we have a very similar case, and over there, it's very different. We have the case of two pathways. There's a grave in one of the two pathways. We don't know if it's in A or B. And two people walked through the pathways and then they went home and they, they dealt with taharas. What's the Allah of those taharas? One of them is 100% tummy. However, this is different than our case. Because over here, there's 100% certainty that there's a grave there. It's not maybe. Therefore, Rabbi Yaisi Paskin, that if somebody comes forward to a rub, one of the two people comes forward and he asks the rub a question. I went on path A and my friend went on path B. Rabbi Yaisi Paskin's that they're both Tommy. 
What about a case where a woman says, I was in the city when the soldiers came by. I did not hide from them, but I'm telling you that I'm not Tommy from them. So on the one hand, she's she could have lied and she could have said she hid like everybody else, but she said, I'll be honest. But at the same time, do we have to trust her for everything she's saying? So on the one hand, there's only chashash. Nobody knows for certain that she was Tommy. And this is also, the Gemara says, different than a case of malilas shakar, why should I lie? In a case where there's also Aiden. What's the case? A person rented out his donkey to his friend. And he said, listen, on condition that you don't go through Nahar Pekoid, there's usually water in the river. And if you take my donkey there, he might die. The guy comes back with a dead donkey. And he says, I went through Nahar Pekoid like you told me not to. But there was no water there. Over here, we have Anan Sahadeh. We have like witnesses. It's almost like we have witnesses who can testify to the fact that there is usually water there. And that's why he's not believed. A slave is believed to say that this woman wasn't violated. And we have a machlegis tanoim if even the own woman slave is believed and her son and her daughter are they believed. However, according to everybody, if the slave is Messiah Lifituma, as we discussed yesterday, Slave is just saying over a story. My master and I were in hiding. We almost got caught, but nobody ever found us. Not coming to testify, but just saying over a story. Then according to everybody, she's believed. We have an interesting situation. We have a shchiv marah, somebody who's about to die. And he's very concerned that his wife, after he dies, might fall to his own brother. And she'll fall to Yibam. So he wants to save her, so he writes her a get. But he doesn't want to divorce her. They're still married. He's not dead yet. So he puts in the get that it should only take effect from the time he dies, retroactive to the time he wrote the get. The lacha is that the two of them cannot be together in the same room, and if they are, then the get is possible. Comes a shifcha, and she's testifying that they weren't together. There's no yichud. If they were misyachid, it's called get yashan. That's what a get yashan is. It was predated, and they had yichud after the date, people might come to say, that they had, she had a child after she was divorced as a single woman. So we have three shitas here, as you can see. Rav Papi with the Yud says that when it comes to a captured woman, it's different than this story of a get. They were more makel to, to trust a shifcha. Rav Papa says no. They weren't more makel. Ravashi says that when it comes to a shifcha, we trust her when all she has to do is testify all she has to do because she's doing something in the positive she's not going to go out of her way and testify falsely we don't trust her when all she has to do is remain quiet that's easy to do so therefore over here where she has to testify that her master wasn't tamea she's completely believed another interesting story we have a character his name is Mari Barisak, a tough guy he's from the mafia everybody's scared of him Rav Chizda tells him, even though typically speaking, if somebody wants money from you, they have to bring the proof. In your case, since you're a tough guy and people are scared of you and all witnesses are scared of you, I'm going to put the onus on you. You have to prove that you don't own this, you don't owe this fellow who claims to be your brother, you don't, you don't owe him some of the inheritance. And that's what we call because the witnesses are not going to do two things that are bad. They're not going to be quiet and testify falsely. Two things they won't do. Have a wonderful day.